0: The Mixing Music Podcast is proud to say that we have a lot of free resources outside of the actual podcast. Visit mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash links to find access to our free PDFs and free resources. One, two, three. Yeah! Hello and welcome back to Mixing Music. I am your host, DK. And today we got a very exciting episode, a very important episode, pertinent episode to your mixing career and to the craft of mixing. We're going to talk about saturation. We're going to talk about things like perceived loudness, loudness versus analyzed loudness. We're going to th- talk about things like harmonics um, and how they affect the sound, how to get things louder, how to get things bumping. Today, this week, I had a very f- special friend. Of mine, someone someone messaged me on Instagram, someone I met at AES in New York, and he's out in New York right now, and um, he knows who he is if he's listening, and he sent me a mix to, he sent me a beat to mix. Now, it was a really dope beat, lots of sampling here, and lots of some analog 808 type stuff, and um, it was really, really fun to mix down and hear his work, um, and it was also really fun to hear his rough mix and the before and after um, I'm not going to play the before and after here because I do not have his permission to do that. I might in the future, but as of right now, I, he, he was kind of blown away, right? He was kind of blown away about, okay, how come it's so much louder? How come it hits so much harder? How come the meters are pinned, but it feels so dynamic? You know, lots of questions in there. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is the difference between perceived loudness and analyzed loudness. Now, within the hip-hop r&b pop world you want to get things really fat and juicy really really loud Um, and oftentimes that means compression but the problem with compression and limiting is that it kills dynamics that's the entire point you know it's supposed to level out the peaks now there is a very special tool that we call saturation that does compress the audio just a little bit but more importantly it does exactly what it sounds like it saturates the sound it adds harmonics um, which we could talk about in just a second, and makes the sound fatter and makes it feel louder without actually changing the changing much of the actual analyzed loudness. So the perceived loudness will go up, but the analyzed loudness won't go up as much, uh, which is really, really cool. So harmonics, what is harmonics? Uh, harmonics is basically octave. So if you have a perfect sine wave, A perfect frequency at 100 hertz. So that's a pretty low note right there, 100 hertz. If you add um, uh, second order or even order harmonics, which usually comes from tube-based saturators, um, then it will have it will go up in octaves. So then it'll add a little bit of 200 hertz, 400 hertz, you know, etc., 600, 800, etc. The nice thing about these tube even order harmonics is that it saturates it in a way that is very pleasant to the ear, very beautiful, because you're adding octaves. Um, So if you listen to a 100-hertz wave out of an oratone, Avantone speaker, maybe your phone, you're not going to hear it. But if you saturate it um, with some even harmonic tones, you're going to hear it better out of the phone because it's actually adding octaves. And the higher octaves you have, the more likely that you're able to hear it through the phone because the phone does not produce that low 100-hertz, but it might be able to produce 400-hertz. Um, So that's a little bit complicated there, but um, we're gonna keep going. Now, the opposite end is odd-order harmonics, which usually comes from uh, tape. That's that's the usual place that it comes from. Although there are tubes that produce odd and even, and there are you know, but uh, but with tape, um, it's usually odd-order harmonics, and that's a lot more grittier. That's where you kind of get the fizz and this the crackle of the distortion um but it still is very juicy and very important to a mix and two different instruments because odd order harmonics if you have a 100 hertz waves will add 300 500 700 so it's not quite an octave so i won't say dissonant because it's not musical in the sense that it's not like trying to you know it's not like a flat seven or something it's it's it is it's not dissonant it's It's just dirtier. I think that's the best way to say this. Um, And it adds a cool sound. And both are very, very important, and both play a big role in overall saturation on a mix, on specific tracks, on buses, and on the master bus. Um, Now, can you overdo saturation? I think the obvious question is yes, you can. um, But... I love to do a lot of saturation. Leslie Brathwaite, uh, my mentor from Mix with the Master, he always he doesn't really use a lot of saturation. He likes it clean, right. Um, that is a certain style, that is a certain perspective and it fits in the genre of hip hop pretty well. Um, on the other end, I keep comparing these two because to me, they're kind of opposites and I love both of their works. And it's funny to hear total opposites, compare total opposite mindsets um, that both win Grammys and both do really well in the industry. Jason Joshua. Jason Joshua is the exact opposite. In fact, I believe in one of his interviews, he said, I EQ with saturation. Like, basically, um, he he saturates things so much and so often that it's part of his process and it's part of his uh, making different tracks fit in the mix. Um, he doesn't use it like EQ in the sense that like he probably doesn't like cut out notches and like you know. But in general, um, I just thought that was such an interesting concept, and I don't know exactly what he means, but I can I can kind of guess right. It's different types of uh, saturators um, and distortion uh, plugins type things, uh, subtle ones. Um, the Isotope Neutron has a good one. Um, Sound Toys has a good one. A lot of UAD has a good one. Like almost every single brand has some sort of saturation plugin. They all sound different. Um, some of them, like the Neutron one or any of the exciters from Isotope, you can pick which frequencies to saturate. And you can pick not only which frequencies to saturate, but in those frequencies, what to saturate it with. So, for example, in Neutron or in Ozone, you can pick tracks or a bus and uh, use third order harmonic saturation on the bottom end and use more even order saturation on the top end. Um, I don't know how that would apply, but in that situation, like you can hear what you're doing, and it changes the sound differently. The cool thing about saturation is it compresses the sound a little bit as well. Tape and tubes can't handle transients as cleanly as digital can, um, and that's some of the beauty of it. So you get a little bit of compression, um, a little bit of uh, you know, the peaks not being able to hit as hard or as clean, um, but not so much uh, that it like totally chops it off. Um, and it makes it louder by adding. So think about this with me. If you have a song with a lot of waves, a lot of points, because of the specific notes you know in the song and within all the frequencies, if you saturate it with even and odd order harmonics, you're going to add frequencies between all the peaks. You're going to add. You're going to add more frequencies in the mix. That is amazing because it makes it feel louder. Um, But again, the analyzed loudness is not as much of a big difference as the perceived loudness. And more importantly, it compresses it just a little bit more and it makes it a little bit more even um, without it actually chopping off uh, the kick and the snare. Now, I use this trick a lot. Um, It's not necessarily a trick. It's a taste thing. And you don't have to saturate things. I'm just talking about... Um, If you choose to saturate things, go ahead and try it out. Um, It's pretty subtle. It's not like a super obvious thing. It's kind of like figuring out compression. Like For all y'all that are just starting, compression is almost impossible to hear. But for all those that have spent their 10,000 hours, you can kind of hear the compression. You can hear pumping real easily, especially when you get to know your speakers and know music really well. Um, but saturation is the same sort of deal. Um, when you get started, you're not going to hear it very much. Um, but try it out. Try different things. Go extreme and then pull back on them just to hear what what kind of difference it makes to the music. I personally, this is not a set rule. Again, there are no rules in mixing and music, in audio. I personally like to do a little bit of saturation, different types of saturation on my drums and my drum bus. Uh, typically my, my lead vocals, just a little bit. Um, the mix bus, the entire master bus there, um, and maybe some other buses sometimes. And then obviously I like to, uh, well, not obviously, I guess. This is your learning about me for the first time. I apologize. But, um, and then I do uh, distortion saturation for artistic, so it's less subtle and more on purpose um, as part of a mix process to my 808s. Oftentimes, uh, and synths. So if I get a synth and it's not dirty enough, or it's not dark enough, or it's not giving me enough oomph I'll put in a decapitator, and which is from Sound Toys, and I'll crank that. Like I'll, ma- I won't make it subtle. That's actually like a production thing, more of a production tool than um, than just a general mix tool. But I mean, I like to do that to certain specific sounds. Um, the 808, uh, Jason Joshua showed this um, on his master class on Mix with the Masters, which you can purchase a year-long subscription for and watch all of their videos. Um, as well as he talked about it in an interview with uh, Dave Pensado, he said um, the secret sauce to 808s is the Tube Screamer 808. So the Ibanez Tube Screamer, whether you have one in your studio and a way to patch it in and out um, and process through it, that 808, um, the Tube Screamer on 808s, UAD has a plug-in as well, um, there's a bunch of different plugins that use it. Um, oh my gosh, I've, I've used it on every single 808 since then, like on, hun- like on dozens of 808s since then. Like I, oh my gosh, it is my new sauce. So try that out if you're doing hip hop music there. Um, add the distortion. It's funny cause you can distort it pretty good, make it buzzy. And then it'll be like, oh, that's way too much. And then you'll play it in the mix and then you'll realize, oh crap, like that's actually not too much. I can't even hear the buzziness anymore cause everything else is covering it. And, uh, it's actually making so I have an Aventone on my desk, like a crappy little tiny cone, crappy little speaker. And um it it uh when I turn on the eight oh eight the um sorry, the uh Ibanez eight o eight or the tube screamer, um, it makes it real fat, but I can hear it through the Aventone, like the Oratone type speaker. It's amazing. Like in the mix, I won't hear the buzziness, but I can now hear the 808. Like, the difference is just amazing and phenomenal. Um, a little goes a long way, but at the same time, a really cool tool. Saturation is very important. Make it subtle. I like to use it a lot on the Master Bus. Uh, it's usually the first thing. If it sounds good, the HG2, the Black Box on Plugin Alliance is a great plugin. It has the Pentode and Triode tubes, which has, which is basically odd order and even order par- harmonics. We can get really nerdy about it, or you could just Google it. Um, you could try it out for 14 days free on the Plugin Alliance uh website. But it is a really cool box. Um any to be honest, there's a ton of free saturation plugins as well. Um, but it's a good idea to have a few different ones, isotope, neutron, anything from the they have a bunch of colors in a single saturation plugin. Um, and a lot of flexibility there. So I like to use, if I need to on the Master Bus, get a little bit more low-end, get the the bass to be a little bit buzzier and the kick drum to be heard up or higher up so it can be heard through phones and through the Aventone. I'll distort just the low end, just a tiny bit um, through the isotope or neutron or whatever the isotope products. And it sounds amazing. Um, it sounds amazing on everything. And it sounds amazing on specific instruments and other buses. Again, there are no rules, uh, but it's funny because I start to get into habits with the way that I saturate things the longer I, I'm doing it. Um, I would tell you what my habits are. I guess I could tell you. I think I already told you, you know, the drums, the vocals, the master bus. That's usually my go-to there the, And the end, the A to wait, um, and maybe some synths depending um, for taste. Hopefully that helps a lot. Um, I, one more thing, this is huge. Actually, one more thing. I said I was gonna talk about perceived loudness versus analyzed loudness. Okay. This is really cool fun facts. This is, you're going to take this away right now. You've probably already heard of this if you've been in the game for a minute. And if you're new, this might be the first time. This is very, very important. Watch some YouTube videos about this. Okay, Fletcher Munson Curves. One more time, Fletcher Munson Curves. Humans, the way humans l- listen to audio and music is very different from the way that computers listen to audio and music and analyzers. That means if you put in tons of sub-bass, the songs and the meters will show that it's really, really loud. But if I cut that mid-range, or if I cut out that bass and then do the add some gain to even it out so it's the same exact, you'll notice that when you cut out the bass, there's so much more volume. This is the biggest mistake of beat makers, of hip-hop producers um, on the come-up. Right here. Too much sub-bass. Way too much sub-bass. Like I'm cutting like six dB sometimes out of these like two tracks, these beats that I'm getting. Like the sub bass is just too much, and I and I'm not saying that like uh, you need to get a subwoofer or whatever. No, I'm just saying that you got to realize the more sub bass that you put in, a limiter can only make it so loud. Okay, you got to cut out that sub bass. Hearing the be- the most sensitive part of the human ear is the mid range, It's about one to four k. As the most sensitive part of the human ear, one to 5K, right? Now, if you have, in your beat, if you have hi hats going like really and super bright, the snare's super bright, and the 808 is super, super low, and you got nothing in that mid range, right? And you EQ the vocals where it's like not even in the mid range, it's like 6K and up. Um, yeah, that, that song is never gonna be as loud as the song where they evened it out with a little bit more mid range like it's it's can't it's scientifically impossible because the perceived loudness will never be will never uh go up right if you want more perceived loudness you need mid-range you need saturation so the lower octaves can go up to higher octaves um, and you need less bass bass carries so much energy and it, the meters will f- feel slammed. It'll look slammed, if, especially if you put a limiter on it. But it will not be slammed. It will never be as loud as if you EQ'd it and saturated it in a way. And then you, I could even... It's so funny. With this, uh, I mastered a couple tracks this last week from an artist. And it was amazing because he sent me these tracks. Um, and they had tons of bass in them. I cut out the bass. I boosted a little bit of mid-range. Um, and then I added some saturation. It sounded like, and I had people come in, I showed these to my interns, it sounded four to five dBs louder. So relatively substantially louder, but here's the craziest part. It was four to five dBs quieter. So they thought it was 5 dBs louder, it was actually 5 dBs quieter. Like, that's 10 dBs difference. Do you understand this? Just because I knocked out, I took out a lot of the, a little bit of the sub bass. I saturated, I added some mid-range, and I brought it to the... I didn't even put a limiter on it. Like, you, you got to realize, I didn't even put a limiter on it. Um, like, as in, like, a limiter that makes it louder. I put in a compressor and a limiter on it for... And leaving it at the same volume um but i didn't even put like a limiter on it to make it louder like it felt louder with a limiter on it with a compressor on it and it was legitimately 5 dbs quieter that is such an impressive thing to me i can't i can't like explain this enough like i can't stress this enough like saturation limiting can only make a song so loud and limiting and compression takes away dynamics it takes away the pop and the punch of the kick the 808 the snare it takes away so much so Go ahead and mess around with it. Look look into the uh, Fletcher Munson curves. Figure out the difference between perceived loudness and analyzed la- loudness. I know this is a pretty confusing, deep episode, um, especially if you're new to the game. If you're not new to the game, this is just a refresher. You already know what I'm talking about, um, and you've probably figured out some ways to use it. On that note, as always, feel free to send me a mix to... You know, get some feedback on. Send me an mp3 at dkmixes at gmail.com. D-E-E-K-E-I mixes at gmail.com. I've also started something new, okay? This is hidden on my website, and I'm letting you know as exclusives as podcast listeners. If you go to my website, dkmixes.com, D-E-E-K-E-I mixes.com, In the more tab, in the back, so it's hidden. So you'll see home, you'll see, you know, request quote, it'll see demos, credits. In the more tab, you will see a section that is hidden on the website. It's called, it says, apply for a free mix and master. I'm doing this new thing where every month I'm selecting one person from all the people who apply to mix and master, do my full service for free um, for one select person every month. If you do not get selected, uh, applications get rolled over to the next month. Um, you can read the terms on the website. But if you would like a free mix and master from me, um, I'm not going to talk myself up, but I hope uh, hope uh, you know, we've built some trust up and you can listen to my demos on the website as well. If you think you'll benefit, especially if you're in the hip-hop, R&B, pop realm, if you think that you can benefit or you know someone that could benefit, please apply. Um, and also fee- feel free to send me a mix for feedback. F- feedback is always free. And if you'd like to connect with me um, on a more personal level, see some of the advice I think of or I, I have and um, some of the thoughts that I go through and um, more of, uh, you know, kind of like my daily what's going through my brain type thing, follow me on Instagram or Twitter or anywhere, the social media at DKMixes. Um, link is in the bio or in the show notes in the description of the show episode. Um, and yeah, hopefully that helps. Please feel free to leave a five-star review if you haven't already. I, I love all the reviews. I read them all. Please leave a five-star review. They help me get more interviews, awesome interviews, and they help me get more ideas to what to talk about next. If you have an idea like, hey, I would love it if you want to, if you talk more in depth about this, I, I read the comments, I read the reviews. Um, so if you're on Apple, please leave a five-star rating and review and let me know what you like. Um, Let me know what you want to talk about. Okay, thank you so much. That's it for today. You've been listening to Mixing Music. I'm your host, DK. Happy mixing, and stay saucy, my friends. One, two, three... This episode of Mixing Music with DK has been brought to you by LaunchPod Media. If you want to start a podcast, make sure to start it right with LaunchPod Media. Are you tired of using Google Drive or Dropbox to send files to clients? Well, never get burned again with FilePass. I love and use FilePass exclusively for sending files to my clients. It's a cloud file sharing website specifically made by engineers for engineers. It's absolutely amazing. Go to mixingmusicpodcast.com backslash FilePass to check out the full feature list and subscribe today. Never lose another dime to burned projects. Happy mixing, my friends, and enjoy the show.